0: New data shows how Australians are using legal and illicit drugs in their daily lives. Long-running campaigns to educate on the dangers of smoking appear to be paying off, with less than 1 in 10 people using tobacco daily. At the same time, vaping has shot up, and there's little change in the use of alcohol and illicit drugs. But as Matthew ward Aegis reports, there are rising trends that have some experts increasing calls for harm minimisation.
1: Tobacco use is down again. But vaping is up. That's the headline data to emerge from the Australian Institute of Health and Welfare's latest National Drug Strategy Household Survey, which measures attitudes and consumption habits of legal and illicit drugs across the country. It marks the first survey where less than 10% of the population has reported using tobacco.
2: So having a reduction like that is very welcome indeed.
1: That's Emeritus Professor Alex Wodak a retired physician who led the drug and alcohol service at St Vincent's Hospital in Sydney for 30 years. At the same time that smoking has declined, vaping has seen a surge. In 2019, about 2% of Australians were regular vapers. It's shot up to 7% of the population in the following three years. It appears to be a trend that's following the lead of other markets.
2: What we've seen... There's a very strong pattern all over the world and now reflected also in Australia is that when vaping starts rising rapidly, smoking starts falling rapidly. And this is because the two commodities, smoking and vaping are economic substitutes. You do one or you do the other. Some people for a brief period will do both, but generally people will do one or the other. And so we're seeing smokers switching to vaping in record numbers. Now, this is a terrific thing, wonderful development, because vaping
1: is less than 5% of the risk of smoking. Overall, there have been few changes since the last survey three years ago. Alcohol remains the most commonly used drug. Three quarters of Australians have had a drink in the last year, and about a third still drink to levels that put their health at risk, which is a similar figure to 2019. Illicit drug use is also occurring at similar levels. 1 in 10 Australians still smoke marijuana, and cocaine is used by about 1 in 20. Dig deeper though, and the data shows subtle changes in drug use across age groups and between the sexes. Alcohol might be the most commonly used drug in Australia, but it's on the decline among younger age groups. Those 18 to 24 year olds are the least likely group to smoke as well but they're also the largest users of e-cigarettes and illicit drugs. About half of young people have used illicit drugs in their lifetime, and that's a figure being driven by an increased use of illicit drugs among young women, who are now as likely as men to use marijuana and more likely to use cocaine or any illicit drugs at all. Experts The Wire spoke to highlighted the difficulty in explaining why young women are reaching similar levels of illicit drug use as their male counterparts, but they suggest that greater economic and equality of access has something to do with it. Stephen Bright is a senior lecturer in addiction at Edith Cowan University in Western Australia.
0: I think it's difficult to explain. Looking at the history of smoking, it's been a male-dominated consumption of tobacco. However, once you hit the 60s, we we see parity with tobacco smoking among males and females. So it may just be a trend that's sort of moving toward that parity. It has to be looked at within the context of alcohol use among young people as well, which continues to be quite low. And we don't really understand what's even going on there, why young people are drinking so much less than ever. And the older cohorts, you know, you're 50, 55, 60, are drinking more than ever and certainly consuming more cannabis than ever before. But just talking about the change. In illicit drug use and the increase in use among young females, I think understanding what's going on in that broader picture of substance use, um, looking at at trends in alcohol, is important,
1: helping to understand that too. The report also highlights a growing acceptance for certain drugs and drug policies within the community. The Alcohol and Drug Foundation is a policy group that advocates for harm minimisation measures. Its knowledge manager is Robert Taylor.
3: We have seen some really promising trends in the data. We see continuing increases in support for evidence-based policies to minimise harm in the community.
1: The report has been a mixed bag for the Alcohol and Drug Foundation. While it's welcomed signs of public support for measures to promote drug safety, it's worried about data showing an increase in alcohol-related violence within the community. Overall, one in five people reported being verbally or physically abused or put in fear by someone under the influence of alcohol. That's about the same number as three years ago, but there's been a rise of those reports among women. 2.4 million reported experiencing harm from someone under the influence of alcohol in the last year
3: we do unfortunately continue to see unacceptably high levels of alcohol related harm in the community so we see about a third of australians drinking over the national guidelines so drinking more than four standard drinks on a single occasion or more than 10 in a week and we've seen about one in five australians experiencing harm from someone else who's under the influence of alcohol so It's a mixed report. There's a lot of data where some things, yeah, we're seeing some positive improvements in public health, whereas other things we're still a bit concerned by. We're really pleased to see right across the the country a really high level of support for health-based responses to personal drug use. So whether that's for drug checking, um, which is now at a 64% approval across the country, which is a jump from 57% in the last survey, so really strong to now a majority supporting supervised injecting facilities across the country, also seeing a large jump from the previous survey. That's really positive.
1: Consumption data like that in this report is one side of the story. But the social, health and economic impacts are left to other reports. A policy response from the government is expected to follow later this year. Along with the Alcohol and Drug Foundation, Emeritus Professor Alex Boydak would like to see a greater focus on harm minimisation for all illicit drugs, and the legal ones as well.
2: Overall, I'm missing a strong national public commitment to harm reduction as the centrepiece of how we deal with these dangerous substances. And that's what I'm missing in this report and others like it. In general, we are moving in the right direction in policy generally, but far too slowly. We we do, do need to speed up. This is a big issue for a lot of families, a lot of individuals, and we don't manage it as well as we should be managing it.
0: Emeritus Professor Alex Wodak ending that report from Matthew ward Aegis.